0: Well, if you're a football fan, I can almost guarantee you that last fall, while you were watching college football, your eyes were set on some of the talent that was developed by the two guys I'm with today: Bill Crabtree, PJ Vanderite, the co-founders of Mass Elite Football. You have influenced a lot of lives, and it's great to be with you today. How do you do?
1: Thanks for having us, Tom. We're very excited to be here.
0: Yeah, good, to, good to be here. You know, it's uh, it's been a, it's been a great run. Well, PJ, you especially have enjoyed people reacting to the fact that you guys have come on as sponsors of Westwood Living because you're Mr. Westwood apparently. I can't get over how many people, oh, that's great. This wouldn't be complete without PJ a part of it. So I certainly appreciate that. And I also, I spoke to you about this before we hit record. I'm using you now as an example of how people can really take advantage of what we do digitally because yes, we hit Westwood, but in your case specifically, we're able to take those digital ads to a 15 mile radius surrounding Westwood. And that really hits your sweet spot, because what you do is not necessarily town by town, but it's in the whole region. So, PJ, I'll tee you up. Tell us a little bit about Mass Elite Football, how it started, how you guys met, and sort of where it's come.
2: Sure, Tom. Uh, well, it started about oh, about 11 or 12 years ago. First, I was the uh, state director for Football University. They do massive camps all over the country, and um, it's the tournament that Bill and I enter every year that a lot of our kids play in. So we're still, I'm still a state director for that. Um, we That's the tournament that we enter every year. But about 11 years ago, they came to me with an idea of having a state tournament, national state tournament. At the time, there was a guy from New Jersey that started it. There was about four states that wanted to enter it. And we were one of them. And I contacted Bill. I was actually head middle school coach at Westwood at the time. and. The, at that time, the Westwood Mafia dads—that uh, you know—they coached Tony Antonellis and John Crono. were like, "You got to meet this guy, Bill Crabtree." I met Bill, and it was an instant friendship. So when they called me about this team, I asked Bill if he wanted to coach the team. He coached the the South team for FBU, and um, I'll let him talk about that in a second. But you know, that's how it started. You know, we had just we had North against South. And then the following year, that's when the national tournament started. There was 64 teams the first year were in it. Bill was the head coach of the eighth grade team. Uh, we made it down to Florida, to San Antonio at the time. We came in fourth in the country. And we realized then that we can compete with any team in the country.
0: Yeah, Bill, it has to be so rewarding because here you are with kids who hear nonstop, they're like, oh, you don't play football in Massachusetts like we do in Georgia and Pennsylvania and Florida and Texas. But you've done a lot with the crew and put them on that national stage. So, what's opened your eyes about the experience to date?
1: Well, it's it's been a lot of fun. Starting back to you know day one with it, you know I everybody calls P.J. Mr. Westwood now, but I grew up in Westwood. Okay, <laughs> so I have <laughs> We should give history. you your credit. I'm a 1980 <laughs> grad and I coached Cronin when Cronin was playing at Westwood. And but at any rate, you know we we had that first team that we didn't expect to make it as far as we did. But we, we out-prepared Maryland, who had, I believe, six D1 recruits. Uh, Stephon Diggs was one of their receivers, by the way. Heard of him. And uh, we put together a game plan to shut him down. We had Mike Silva playing man-to-man, and we had a safety over the top. And Silva was one of our guys who ended up attending Harvard, played there. You know, we, we had success with that, but then it really got rolling when P.J. said to me one day, Hey, Bill, you want to do a camp? And that was when we had our very first camp. And we
0: made our camps a little bit unique. We've been expanding ever since. And it's a camp that kids know that if you're gonna get eyes on you, that's a place you wanna go because you now have a track record of success where all you have to do is look on your website at the roster of kids who've gone on to play division one, two II, and three, and you're doing something right. Yeah, it's been it's been great. You know, when we first started we had one camp. You know,
2: this year we have I think we'll have eleven camps all year. You know, our big one is in June. It's a three-day camp. That's our oldest one, and it's a little unique. Like Bill said, we have, we do have public school coaches, high school coaches coach at it, but it's mostly private school coaches, right? I'm the head middle school coach at Severian. We hosted at Severian this year. Some of our other camps are at Rivers. You know, this camp is definitely unique because we have over 30 high school head coaches and private school coaches, so it's not only a a great technique fundamental camp. It's it's also a recruiting clinic for some of these kids, you know, and I know some of the public school coaches probably won't like me saying that, but you know, these kids are going to find their way regardless, right? We just give them a tool.
1: We, we've had great success with that over the years. When we did this, we didn't plan it to be what it has kind of turned into, which is we're about technique and fundamentals, but we have become a bit of a pathway to the private, schools such as bb saint Sebastian's, Milton Academy, Zavarian, Dexter. And although we don't push it, if players want our help and advice to do recommendations or connect them with a coach, we do that. So we're a lot more than bringing kids in for a three-hour clinic. It's we, I mean, we're still in touch with all of our kids. So it's a lot more than just the football.
0: True, you build a family, you Correct. build a network, and, and it just grows over the years. And I'm sure now you're at the point where some of the kids who've gone through your program probably come back and you use them as an example. And I'm sure they probably do some hands-on teaching themselves. Yeah, they do. We, we've been fortunate enough. Um, actually, I was just talking to Steve Burton uh,
2: yesterday. We were texting back and forth. His son, Austin, who was on our first team that went down to um, San Antonio, Texas, Played at UCLA and, and just finished up at Purdue this year, and he's actually trying out the – he had a pro day, had a really good pro day last week, I believe. We talked to him about coming down and talk to our kids, and he's always open to come down and talk. They All these kids, Blake Gallagher, who played in North East, northwest Northwestern, his brother Bryce. Greg Crippen came to our lineman clinic last year and, and spoke to the kids. Uh, he's in Michigan right now. Uh, Zach Zinter, Preston Zinter, who's at Notre Dame, he said to me, I was with him last week at the Super 26 dinner, he's like, Coach, when I come home, I want to come talk to the kids. I want to come to the camp. So they love coming back. It's,
0: it's great for them. They want to give back what they had. And that's incredibly powerful for the kids who are experiencing that. Now, you referenced the June camp, but there's a lot more than that. That's the big one, and I understand that's three days. That's, that's a variant. But you have, as you mentioned, established a series of these camps and they start, there's one coming up, right? April 8th, isn't there? Saturday morning,
1: April 8th at Rivers. Uh, we're 9 to 1130. Uh, it is grades 5 through 8, all positions. And I should point out, some of the private school coaches that have become regulars, like we do a lot of clinics at Rivers with Randy Lindsay. These guys, they're not only are they very good coaches, but they're great people. And when they coach our camps they discuss character grades be a good citizen pj doesn't even know this yet but we have a special coach coming at the april 8th clinic it's going to be coach willie edwards the assistant head coach at brown university he wants to work with our kids and he has in the past so i mean that's
0: just a real big thing that's a draw big time big time and you as we were getting ready to record this reference the fact that you know sometimes you start to get a reputation for being specialized in something. And you just rattled off a couple of names, Greg Crippen and Zach Zinter, most notably. Uh, Also Xavier, who plays down in Georgia. Kids who came through your program who are now playing on the national stage offensive line. How does that happen? How do you become the experts in offensive line development?
1: You know, I'll tell you. It it wasn't really a planned thing. In fact, I don't think we had any real plan. But what happened was... uh, Jack Mills, who now plays at Ole Miss, called me one time and uh, he and his friend A.J. Torello said, can you put us through a lineman workout? So I met him down at Athletic Republic, gave him a lineman workout, and as we're walking out the door, they go, well, when's the next one, coach? And I said, wait, you guys want to keep doing this? They said, yeah. I said, you know what? We're going to put something together and get other coaches here and get whoever wants to show up. Well, lo and behold, at the first Lyman Clinic, the Zinters got a hold of PJ. They said, is this going to be any good? He goes, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll sign Zach up. So Zach shows up, and then Xavier Trust, Willie Edwards, recommended to his dad he show up, and Jack Mills was there. Next thing you know... It became our thing.
0: Hold on, next thing you know, they're playing each other in the college football playoff. Oh,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's oh, what's. Well, cool we about we it. had that part planned. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> PJ and I
0: knew that was going to happen, so we
1: we planned that out. Remember that, PJ? But that that was an interesting that <laughs> clinic we had when Zach came and,
2: and his brother Preston played in our teams. Zach was actually at St. John's. He came to our clinic and we looked at each other and saw his footwork and it was like, "Oh my God, I've never seen anyone the footwork that level before," you know. And uh, I said to his dad, "Does he have any offers?" He said, "No." You know, and then he ended up um, going to BBN, numerous offers, and there he is today Michigan, and he's a potential first-round draft pick. So it's been great, you know, and uh, Billy's been in the catalyst behind that lineman clinic, and it's grown every single year. We put together last year the first advanced lineman clinic. We sell it out. Uh, that's coming up in April as well. It's been
0: a great ride. So you've been doing it for decades, and I'm just going to ask a general question. What type of advice do you give kids because, listen – it's changed since when we grew up and we threw on pads and helmets when we were eight years old and, and that's not happening. You see a lot of flag football. Uh, kids won't really throw on the pads and the helmets until they get to middle school. A lot of parents discourage it because of you know concussions and developing brains and all the rest of that. So you've had to evolve. What do you tell parents? What do you tell kids as they're young and they show an interest in wanting to play football? Well, I get that. I get an email all the time from a parent. My
2: son's never played. He's played flag. Is your camp. Uh, suitable for my son and I say absolutely you know we take kids from the beginner beginner to an advanced player right we the biggest thing we teach is fundamentals and we see we teach Bill's a big advocate of hot uh, hot tackling and we teach safe tackling keep the head out of the play and um, that's what we focus on at every single one of our camps whenever we go over tackling Bill's pretty much puts up curriculum together
1: for every camp so we could talk a little more on that well you know the tackling that PJ mentioned Tom is probably, from a fundamental standpoint, the most important thing we teach. And PJ is right with the hawk tackling. When Pete Carroll first came out with that, not not a lot of people were doing it because it's a little different than the way we were taught to tackle, where we would say, get your head across, bite the ball. That's not the way we do it. We track the near hip and put the head behind. And we were one of the first camps to do that. Now, most football clinics or camps, they don't even touch tackling. We touch tackling and teach tackling at every single clinic. And the two big things that we focus on are eyes up, hips low. Now, I I just want to point this out. And uh, we all remember what happened with DeMar Hamlin at the Buffalo Bills. Well, if you watch that replay had he dropped his hips he would not have taken the helmet to the solar plexus and we may not have had the scare that we had Mm -hmm. so it's critical that we teach tackling technique and again it's hawk tackling it's eyes up drops the hit drop the hips we want the kids to be better players but we want them to play it safer
0: so this is a great start a really good way to get people introduced to who you are what you do in summary Go to masselitefootball.com. right? That's the first step That's someone it. should take. That's it. You go there. You learn a little bit more about Bill Crabtree and P.J. Vandereit, the program that they've built, and then the key dates moving forward. Let's just summarize those, the April camps, including the lineman camp, the May camp, and also the big one in June. Well, you, we go
1: April 8th. It's a great middle school clinic. The advanced lineman clinic was something that P.J. pushed on me a year ago. I didn't know if it was going to be worth doing. Well, let me tell you something. If you're a serious lineman, especially high school guys, it's the thing to go to. We get you in condition. We teach you offense, defense, great techniques. The coaches are Tom Perrell who played for the Patriots, Kevin Crabtree, who played at Villanova. We've got Odell Jones, who played for the Philadelphia Eagles, myself and PJ, and Jason Sylvester, who owns Athletic Republic. If you're a serious lineman, go to the advanced Lyman Clinic. Don't miss it. And what are the dates for that? We start April 23rd and we go four Sundays in a row, nine to 12 Athletic Republic.
0: Go. Wow, great. And then there's one in May as well, correct? May. It's not even announced yet,
1: but I guess we'll say we're going to do a clinic on May 21st from nine to 12 at St. Mark's. It's going to be three clinics in one, QB Clinic, Speed
0: Skills Clinic, and a Lyman Clinic. We always do Lyman. So lots of options. That's the bottom line here. I can't wait to keep talking to you guys. And we also just talked about as the alums come back home, you know, get a chance to sit down and talk with them because there's no better advocate for what you do than the kids who've succeeded on the big stage. So absolutely. Uh, number one, thanks for your support. I can't wait. To team up and grow together and just follow the action here over the course of the next couple months oh we plan Love on
1: it. doing this for what another 20 years or so that's what we talk about coach <laughs> good stuff <laughs> pj
0: Van Wright, bill crabtree from mass elite football you've been listening to the westwood living podcast